Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 41 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. This is a special series in the lead up to IPL 2021 that I have formulated wherein I interview fellow cricket fanatics from each of the eight franchises in the IPL. Fans are a very important component of the game and hearing from these ardent fans will definitely be enriching and their insights will be unparalleled. This episode will basically revolve around Mumbai Indians, the champion outfit and a preview of sorts before the exciting 2021 edition. On the podcast today we have Shambhavi who's been one of the most supportive people of my podcast and probably one of the biggest fans of the game I've come across. Shambhavi Chavan is an alumna of Christ Junior College and is currently pursuing a BTech and is a second year student in computer science and engineering at Dayanand Sagar University. Her love for the game like every Indian household started at home itself. Cricket was something that brought friends and family together. Those weekend matches when all her kith and kin used to finish their chores and homework to chill out the entire night watching India play was really mesmerizing. There wasn't a single summer in her childhood that she spent not playing cricket <laughs> or getting caught for breaking windows and glasses. Cricket is a religion for her. And what added more respect and love for her was Mumbai Indians. Her mother tongue is Marathi and she personally feels connected to the team. Not to forget the aura they create every time they walk onto the field. The hard work, strategy, quality players and the team's ultimate mission towards a common goal is what she really commends. From making collages of the team pictures to bragging about the success and quality of the team, she's indeed grown up. The blue and golden jersey always reminds her of the Indian national team and the desi talents that the team is comprised of is another factor that adds on to their existing eminence. This game has taught her life lessons and there's always something to look forward to in every match according to her. Her love and respect for the game is never ending. It will always remain very special to her for eternity. Hi there Shambhavi welcome to the podcast i'm really looking forward to having this discussion with you Hi Neha i'm extremely delighted to be a part of this and i really enjoy your work man like made be the podcast or the informative posts you've brought cricket much closer to all of us and uh, thank you for having me on board it's my pleasure Thank you so much for that and uh, just to start off with when you reflect on Mumbai Indians uh, journey you know last season what are your biggest reflections So yeah what a magnificent season has it been uh, the Rohit Sharma led Mumbai Indians fan- franchise has now five titles on its name 2013 15 17 19 and now the 13th <laughs> edition trophy is an addition to the cabinet and also we have broken the audio jinx as well yeah and uh, Mumbai Indians started slow losing its opener to CSK who restricted Mumbai Indians to a decent total i mean which they chased effortlessly later and uh, it didn't take much time for the defending champions to act appropriately after that and they had a fantastic lineup with some critical additions from the previous auction as well and uh, it wouldn't be wrong if i say that mumbai indians has an experienced top order with players like rohit quinton decock mm. and uh, rohit has some great number of runs under his kit to boast about and not to forget his experience of playing in uae he led our national team to victory in the asia cup in 2018 yes 
So uh, Quinton was the highest run getter for Mumbai Indians in 2019, and also having Lynn on their side was like icing on the cake. Exactly. Um, yeah, and in this process, the team discovered its future stars like Surya Kumar Yadav and Ishan Kishan. These players showed versatility and class, and they had the right temperament to take the team home from any adverse situation. Hmm. So they went on to bag runs for the team with their exuberant performance. Sky had great tournaments back home the previous season, so he maintained his sensational form throughout the season. Hmm. And MI's major powerhouse was the all-rounder trio: the Pandya brothers and Pollard. My goodness, what players are they? <laughs> and uh, they have been the match winners on many occasions, as we have seen. And they are pretty good with the ball as well. So with this trio, they have a strike rate which is not less than 145, which is really great. Exactly. Yeah, and then the bowling lineup made any opponent tremble with Bumrah and Trent both <laughs> leading the pace attack, and he being the world's best bowler. The spin department also showed their best part with the likes of Krunal, Chahar, and Jayanth Yadav. Hmm. And apart from all this, uh, Mumbai Indians had a season of great records. So their overall title is seven, having won the Champions League twice. Hmm. And the 2020 was the first time Mumbai Indians successfully defended the title too, and that too on an even year. <laughs> and MI dominated with 137 maximums and 31 wickets in the power play, being the most in that season by any franchise. And also, Rohit achieved uh, various milestones like crossing 5,000 runs, 200 sixes, 200 matches in IPL, and Quinton became the second Mumbai cricketer after Sachin Tendulkar to score 500 plus runs in consecutive mm. seasons. And uh, Ishan Kishan, the record for highest number of sixes and 516 runs. So when we look at this, it is the most runs by any uncapped Indian player, surpassing Surya Kumar Yadav, who had <laughs> 512 runs. And the best part, both play for Mumbai Indians. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it was the first time for any franchise to have two uncapped players scoring 450 runs hmm. above in the same season. It is quite a dream season, I would say. And uh, Pollard became the first Mumbai Indian cricketer to represent Mumbai Indians in 150 IPL matches <laughs> with a jaw-dropping strike rate of 190 plus. What a beast he is! Exactly. And Blood proved that he is the best for a reason, backing 16 wickets during the power play this season, which is the highest also. And uh, to sum it up, Neha, I would call it a dream season. Definitely, I mean, you have perfectly summarized what has been an ideal season, like having all the departments click, yes, and having superstars in almost every match and the uncapped players and everything. It's a perfect yes. confluence of everything working together. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And we've also seen, right? Like as you've mentioned, that you know Mumbai has been one of the most successful teams in the IPL, and the way they played in the 2020 season, it was a dream season, as you stated. So, what do you think is the mantra for success? <laughs> I would say I would quote Rohit Sharma what he said during the pre-finale mm-hmm. press interaction. It's not rocket science. So I have tried uh, putting a few points. Okay. The first one is team solidarity. Hmm. So when you see the squad. There isn't any individual superstar alone. Yeah. So they have this quality individuals who step up at the right time and they help the team. Uh, in the IPL, most franchises, you know, they build their teams around these four overseas superstars. Hmm. So India, as a as big a cricketing powerhouse it is, has seen a dearth of players in two key positions. Hmm. That is an accurate death overs bowler and a sterling big hitter at number six or say seven. Hmm. 
so these for these four foreign players are used by all the team to plug these crucial gaps yeah but mumbai indians on the other hand they are an exception to this paradigm uh, as india's top speedster and smasher jaspreet bumrah and hardik pandya are both indian players <laughs> and these indian players filling these two key positions opens a lot of opportunities that even allow the mumbai indians like to use the other foreign uh, players as supporting stars yeah so which is uh, more than an advantage for the team and uh, pandya was the second best striker in ipl 2020 with hmm. a strike rate that was only behind kyron pollard yeah so his 281 runs including 60 of 21 against rajasthan royals and the 14 ball uh, 37 not out in the first qualifier were more than instrumental in mumbai indians success in ipl 2020 hmm. so for bumrah well no praise is high enough for him So suffice to say, he took 27 wickets at just 14.96. Yeah. So and the second uh, factor is experience. Whether it is the IPL or international cricket or any other domestic leagues around the world, so Mumbai Indians is full of players who have experienced every aspect of the game, and they know what to do at the right time. Hmm. Uh, even the most talented players sometimes they can crack under pressure from time to time. You know. but yeah. when you have experience and games under your belt like these players have it is far less likely to happen uh, uh, to take the example of kyron pollard whose uh, presence in the team has been a blessing in disguise for rohit and mumbai indians hmm. and uh, mumbai and bumrah gets more than able help from trent bolt and uh, pandya hunts in tandem with pollard making hmm. mumbai indians one of the fiercest sides in the ipl with a rock solid experience Uh, and the third point i would like to bring is the core group yeah so every successful sporting team in the world they have a strong core group for example barcelona hmm. uh, they have a they had a dominant previous decade uh, so messi iniesta hernandez carlos dani alves gerard pique they were the core players of the team so each player does his part in his department hmm. and each and when all these forces unify the team becomes extremely powerful exactly and one of the main reasons for their success has been the strong core of local players in the team they have worked on scouting potential players from the domestic circuit and fast tracking them to ipl limelight over the years hmm. so mumbai indians have been brilliant in unearthing polished gems from remote places in the country so my next my next and my favorite point <laughs> is rohit captaincy yes yeah so captain rohit sharma is like an embellishment in the mumbai indian setup his calmness and serenity is what the team is built on and he backs his players like no one else does so That's this true. Pro- yeah so this provides stability to his team which in turn enhances the team performance and ultimately leads to a self sufficiency i would call it hmm and uh, in the last year's final despite lasit malinga going for 43 runs in 3 overs and csk needing 9 of the last over hmm. rohit sharma handed the ball to the sri lankan we all went mad <laughs> i mean he backed his trusted horse and malinga delivered and the rest is history yes yeah and five trophies in the toughest t20 league in the world is no joke and uh, even at the auction like by many other teams they lost control of their purses in search of their desired acquisitions mumbai indians have been smart about their purchases also and they somehow are able to analyze which player will fit it to their scheme of things and who won't hmm. and hence all these speaks volumes about the team and makes them stand head and shoulders above every other ipl team i would call it neha 
Undoubtedly, I mean, these are some very good points that you actually bring up, and I think I really like this point where you mention about the core group. Now, there are many IPL teams that actually don't build on this core group. You yes. don't have a player who performs. I'm just going to drop them, and then boom, that's all. The, yes. the chopping and constant chopping and cutting is actually being a problem. But then Mumbai invested in their players, and you also brought the example of Malinga, right? <laughs> yes, the belief and, that the team had on the core group is commendable. Exactly, and that is the kind of belief I feel the rest of the franchise should also have on their players. Yes, yes, exactly. But brilliantly answered, yeah. Thank you. And we've also seen, you know, like players like Rohit Sharma, Quinton Decock, Pollard, Hardik Pandya, Jaspreet Bumrah, Surya Kumar Yadav. These guys have arguably made Mumbai Indians like the strongest team in the tournament. What are your thoughts on the same? uh according to me uh, what makes this team formidable and successful is the work that goes prior to the matches and hmm. i hope all of us agree with it yes yeah so uh, once the chief data analyst of espn sundaraman mm-hmm. so he had said in an interview the way mumbai indians concentrates on the data that they request is very strategic in nature mm-hmm. and uh, for uh, ardent mumbai indians fan who have watched cricket fever it's very evident in the documentary also mm-hmm. So though the players have uplifted the team it's the supporting staff and other great people who add value to the squad so the rohit sharma leading the team to success at ease shows the quality of the player he is hmm. and moreover the values that he has extracted from the legends of the team and the whole franchise as a whole mm-hmm. so during various interviews with the squad we realize how valuable every person in the mumbai indian family is Hmm. and as i told before every player when you look at them no one is a giant superstar but they are individually talented so they do their part for the team hmm. and uh, if the scoreboard is dry and there's fall of wickets there's polar and pandya who enter and steal the show yeah and similarly if the opponent is firing there's bumrah and bolt who perform their charm and restrict them mm-hmm. there's quinton decock who has proved time and again why he's in a set to the team with his magnificent record hmm. Kai Kishan well you know these dynamics they could literally win the game single handedly <laughs> exactly <laughs> alongside there are other players also who contribute as efficiently as these men do and altogether it's a team effort and nothing else exactly it's just all of these factors that are coming together and actually helping this team uh, success that too consistently yes. that is what yes. makes the difference and sets them apart is the key. yes yes <laughs> exactly and dialing a little back to the auction we saw you know how mumbai indians bolstered their uh, squad by signing the likes of jimmy nisham uh, adam mill then we have piyush chavla and even marco jansen among others right yeah, so yes. what do you think of these signings and what value will they add to the team that's already so strong <laughs> okay so um, i i hope adam mille will mm-hmm. be a backup among his overseas counterparts to bolt yeah. and nathan coltonail hmm. so uh, since mumbai indians have a solid batting lineup they could opt for two overseas spaces in the playing 11 to experiment and know what could add on to uh, add on to the team hmm. and uh, mumbai indians uh, they do have an appreciable playing 11 but uh, they do lag behind in the spin and pace department sometimes hmm. so now that they are signed in piyush chavla he could be instrumental in the spin department yeah and uh, whereas in the pace department the team has around four options in the form of marco jensen james nisham nathan coltonail and adam milne correct so they could be phenomenal with respect to the pace and this opens a wide spectrum of versatility also to the team 
and arjun tendulkar is another power packed player who has convinced people that he is an able all-rounder hmm. but he is best with the ball and he can go for huge sixes also yeah so he'll prove his potential once he's on the field and to sum it up totally mumbai indians have been really smart about their buys and i and i also hope it comes to fruition once they are implemented well definitely i mean they're spoiled for options considering the kind of reserves they <laughs> yes, have yes exactly they can actually make a playing 11 we can make a second playing 11 playing with the kind yeah. yes yes that's true and also the point that you brought about uh, them having smart buys right they also released a few overseas quicks we saw it in the form of also some smart buys now adam yes. mill does have a good t20 record and he will as you pointed out step in as the third seamer alongside brent and maybe even bumrah so yes. how strong is this bowling lineup so uh, adam mille is arguably one of the best bowlers to have emerged from new zealand since shane bond true um i would i would like to emphasize on that fact mm-hmm. and though he suffered a series of injuries uh, he has shown his flair in the recent big bash league yeah. so that is evident hmm and according to me adam milnes is the best buy mm-hmm. and he is in a pretty good form too and buying him for 3.4 crore is like a heist yeah. and uh, he has a record of being economical in the death overs with a handsome rate of 7.45 hmm. bolt and bumrah being the leading pace in the team can now let go of a little pressure <laughs> having milne on their side true and uh, he could also be vital if anyone is subjected to injuries or any other uncertainties hmm. Overall he's a smart choice to the team and especially to the pace department with his fast bowling skills the bowling lineup seems hopeful just like their batting counterparts That's true and also we have to keep in mind that uh, Mumbai Indians b- bought back Nathan Coulton at a much yes. cheaper price right and yes. uh, they also added Marco Jansen uh, as we spoke so how excited are you you know to see them play the auction did seem like a breeze for them as they already had such a settled lineup Exactly and uh, it is said that uh, Quinton Dickock was the one who pitched in for Jensen before the auction oh, okay. so he per- yeah he personally went to the panel and told that um, keep an eye on Jensen he could mm-hmm. be um, really instrumental for the team okay. so this 20 year old 6 feet tall all-rounder could be a long-term asset to the team hmm. uh, well you know Mumbai Indians is known for polishing young players into phenomenal ones exactly so i'm overwhelmed by his addition and i also hope he keep ups with what his critics have pitched about him hmm. and also getting back cortenite for 5 crore uh, for 5 crores from 8 is <laughs> really clever actually yeah yes and nathan cortenite seems the best bet among all given hmm. his variations and his ability to provide useful contributions down the order and uh, mumbai franchise looked so poised in the auction as if it was just another day in their life exactly i mean they didn't rush or lag and every move had a positive motive and i hope the positive outcomes too exactly and i can't wait to watch jansen showing off his skills and coltonile unwind his tactics Hmm. So the team would certainly have a tough time on deciding the bowling lineup with all these powerhouses. <laughs> exactly, and yes. uh, now we can see, right? We have Jimmy Neeshan in the squad, and he can yes. probably act as a backup for, say, Pollard if he's injured, and uh, Piyush yes. Chawla, and they can possibly, you know, bowl and Piyush Chawla, you know, he can possibly bowl in tandem with Rahul Chahar or maybe even Krunal Pandya for that matter. And they are yes. good buys, right? Yes. So am I going too far to say that this is like a way too balanced bowling setup here? Absolutely not Neha I agree <laughs> on the point 
and uh, Piyush Chawla's IPL performance is something that we are all well aware of. Mm-hmm. His presence in the Kings Eleven Punjab and Kolkata Knight Riders is more than valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah the experience that he has under his bag for bowling in power plays is an asset. Yeah. Uh, while Shahar uh, isn't far, he just lacks the experience. True. So now that we have Piyush, it would be a golden opportunity for these young players to learn and reproduce. And uh, I wonder who Mumbai Indians might choose as a primary spinner. Hmm. But whoever it is, the team would be benefited surely. And uh, MI Mumbai Indians actually have some voice to be filled in the spin section, as I told before. Mm-hmm. And I feel that uh, it is not a problem anymore. Having these spinners deliver would take the team a far way. And it wouldn't be wrong to say that Mumbai Indians have a mighty bowling setup too. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, now going a little uh, ahead, uh, so we we saw right how Surya Kumar Yadav and Ishan Kishan recently uh, made their debuts. And yes. uh, so, would you tell that you know Mumbai Indians is like a breeding ground and a nurturing setup for players who eventually end up playing international cricket? Okay. Uh, so uh, when the youth first policy was introduced in Mumbai Indians. Mm-hmm. um long back around 2014 i guess hmm. so it was like a jackpot for these many uh, talented players so john wright was the mastermind i would say and yeah. he did his part immaculately scouting raw talent that's true so uh, mumbai indians are known for their knack for retaining certain players and maintaining a strong core hmm. and they also scout for these young potentials and uh, their ability to find the quality youngsters is second to none i would say hmm and i would also like to bring up another fact way before sky and kishan the team has been successful in grooming players like shikhar dhawan ajinkya rahane manish pande way before these players made their debuts for india hmm and players like saurabh tiwari abhishek nair rishi dhawan mayank markande etc they all have been given chances for india due to their performances with mumbai indians hmm and the pandya brothers and bumrah's performance are enough to understand the exceptional guide they have received from the franchise yeah and sky and ashan who were the stars amidst the sea of superstars last season there's no doubt in it mm-hmm. and i would also emphasize that mumbai indians is a nurturing ground for raw talents and in most cases many such groomed players have represented their nations in the bigger formats so basically uh, many uh, national teams have uh, cut down their times on uh, focusing more on ipl to select who is better for the na- for the national teams mm-hmm. and the tempo that sky possesses is exemplary and ishan man the way he changes his strikes and goes for maximums is really great to watch exactly mm-hmm. and both of them have just started out but they have already made a statement for themselves Hmm. and in all these players mumbai indians has been the x factor and the team not just focuses on the ipl it aims in projecting these players into the main arena yeah they provide the right kind of training or values or whatever that is needed to bring out the best in them and it helps when you spend large periods with the likes of rohit sharma kairan pollard mahela and face jasprit bumrah and trent bolt <laughs> in the net that gives yeah. you more than what you want hmm and they have also gained experience playing white ball games for india Fair and hence, enough, yeah, yeah yeah i would say mumbai indians they have done a great job in bringing out talent exactly and uh, now when we think of someone like arjun tendulkar right he comes with the baggage of being the son of such a legendary cricketer yes and how excited are you to you know see him in the ipl that is if he gets to play in the playing level and your yes. thoughts on the criticism that's being directed at him even before he actually starts and steps onto the field 
Yes, I'm 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 really excited for hap- and happy for Arjun. Mm-hmm. Uh being a left-arm fast bowler and a left-handed batsman. It's quite unique in the world cricket, right? True, yeah. Yes, and he's been with the squad for quite a time now, if we've seen. And everyone who has interacted or spent some time with him, they have applauded his hard work and his work ethics. Hmm. And he can be superior with the ball. With Mahela and Zahir and a lot of players out there, he could really grow as a cricketer. Hmm. And uh, his teammates at the under-19 matches have also spoken about how Arjun Tendulkar is an advantage with his good skill set. Hmm. And now that he has got the right environment to flourish, I hope he will. Hmm. And uh, the name that he carries holds a lot of weight. And uh, as Zahir Khan said post-auction, the pressure of being Sachin Tendulkar's son will always be there. Yeah. And he will have to live by and I honestly don't think that this kind of criticisms that he is getting will mm. help him grow, especially at a time when he's just starting out. Yeah. And uh, the Mumbai Indians think tank were crystal clear about the decision bringing him to the squad. I mean, they shut down the rumors on, on nepotism and mm. uh, he has potential and everyone in the panel has seen it. Because the franchise is known for blending experience and inexperienced skills, mm-hmm. they chose him. Yeah. And as I ha- have always kept saying, the team is known for scouting young talents in every auction. Hmm. So why do people have to point out Arjun particularly? Like exactly. that's something to think of, and I and I'll just leave it to the critics themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, and moreover, Arjun is a bowler, and as Mahela said, I would be happy if Sachin could bowl like his son rather than saying Arjun to bat like Sachin. Strong statement. Yeah. And uh, yes, and the team's environment will naturally make him uh, feel more comfortable confident and once he proves that he deserves to be in one of the world's best t20 franchises he will outshine his critics definitely fingers crossed for that to happen uh, um, yes. yeah he definitely needs to do that and shut all those critics up exactly e- yes uh, when you look at the Mumbai Indian squad, right, we've spoken, we've had a big discussion about every aspect. So when you yes. focus on the strengths and the weaknesses, uh, what would you, what would be your pointers? Okay, so uh, I hope it will be good if we remove the weaknesses part for now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay. just joking, I'm just yeah. joking. So yeah, the strengths, uh, so the first thing I would say is uh, the terrific pace bowling lineup. Mm-hmm. I mean, the presence of Bumrah, Bolt, Colton Isle, Dhawan Kurkarni, McLennigan, and having Malinga as an assist will definitely weaken any opponent. True. And every pacer here brings a different attribute to the table. And the presence of such pacers makes way for experimentation and uh, simultaneously strengthens the team as a whole. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is the sound top order. Yeah. I mean, Quinton Decock and Chris Lynn opening together would be a nightmare to any bowler. <laughs> And the fact that Rohit Sharma will step up will only pleasurize the bowler even more. Yeah. I mean, wait, it's not over yet. There's Sky, Ishan, Pollard, Pandya brothers who could always steal the show at any point. Mm. And it wouldn't be wrong to say that Mumbai Indians has the best set of top order alongside uh, Sunrisers, Hyderabad's David Warner, Johnny Bairstow and Kane Williams. And I appreciate these the trio as well and I really admire their mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the third point is world-class all-rounders. Hmm. I mean, every play praises less for the contribution of the Panya brothers and Polly to the team. Yeah. Being explosive with the bat, adding beautiful scores and also picking up crucial wickets is one quality that these players have. Hmm. And it is more than a blessing for the team. And last but not the least, mm-hmm. the strong Indian core. 
Yeah. The fact that Mumbai is blessed with the best Indian players outstands every other fact. Hmm. And I have already spoken about the core. So yeah, personally hmm. I feel uh, this is what has strengthened the team overall. Correct. Yeah. And then uh, coming to the weakness part, so there is a lack of stability in the spin department. Hmm. Throughout the journey that I have ever seen with Mumbai Indians, there is always a problem in the spin department hmm. with just Chahar and Krunal. So the team has suffered with spin hmm. and uh, both of them being defensive bowlers, they did, it didn't do much justice to the game. Hmm. And But now that we have Piyush Chawla, I hope this is sorted out. And uh, apart from all this, I don't find any other problems that could make the team go down. Yeah. And uh, they will have a tough time deciding the playing 11, hmm. I would say. And uh, with the proper planning and smart strategy, I, I hope the team is uh, all set to defend their title yet again. I mean, yeah, all ardent Mumbai fans would be hoping for that. Yes. Because yes. Uh, I think it's always, you know, good to be in a position where your strengths outweigh the weaknesses. And weaknesses, uh, fortunately, exactly. Mumbai is in that kind of a position. And yeah, I'm pretty sure we can see another dominant performance. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. again, this point comes into picture. See, now they're not going to be playing matches at the Vankhede, which is really unfortunate. I mean, for them, even home ground doesn't matter yes. because they are champ- they're a champion <laughs> outfit, right? Exactly. But now we have Chennai, Kolkata, Delhi and Bengaluru that's going to be serving as the ground. So how do you think uh, Mumbai Indians is going to fare? Uh, not playing at Huangkade will really upset the squad and it is really sad. Yeah. Uh, and playing at neutral grounds is kind of weird too for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since if it's uh, it's done for the safety of the players and everyone around, it is totally acceptable. Hmm. And also the scheduling issues and all that. Yeah. Uh, so Mumbai Indians has a vociferous record in Bengaluru. Hmm. And it, it being a batsman paradise. Yeah. So they have done a decent uh, record. I mean, they've done a decent job in other stadiums as well. Hmm. So that shouldn't be an issue for the defending champions, right? Yeah. And I guess the spinners will have a more to do this time, looking at the places the matches have been scheduled. Hmm. Uh, but not playing in the uh, at Wang Play is upsetting, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, these are like just, you know, weird times and the pandemic exactly, and everything yeah. happened. So yes. the fact that we're getting to see cricket, that's the good part. That's the best part, yes. And the team will also have a great time exploring and um, they will, they'll have to come out of their comfort zone, which they already have, I hope. Exactly. And yeah. it will just strengthen them more. That's true. And uh, Michael Vaughn, I mean, this man has been on fire uh, on Twitter with, you know, all the tweets directed at Mumbai Indians and even bringing it in the series that's happening now, right? Yes. So he has has repeatedly mentioned, you know, the superiority of Mumbai Indians over the Indian T20 side. Just imagine, okay? And uh, this has certainly, you know, drawn the attention of critics and fans and everyone. And there's a lot of people trolling him as well with a lot of buzz on this. What are your thoughts on the same? Okay. Vaughn is being assertive with his recent tweets. Yeah. I mean, he's telling the truth, but the way he's putting <laughs> it and forming it up isn't fair at all. Okay. And comparing a national team such as India to a mm-hmm. franchise would demean the entire team effort. Yeah. So Mumbai Indians is known for, for a strong Indian core. Hmm. And trolling the national team for the same doesn't put anyone anywhere. Yeah. So this is not the first time Michael has put himself into trouble. And I personally <laughs> discord his statements. Yeah. And the team and its ardent fans must learn to ignore certain things like these. Yeah. And then there's media too. Since anyone has a chance to say anything they want, things do go out of control. Hmm. Uh, the trolling will stop eventually and I hope one has learned a lesson. 
I he clearly <laughs> doesn't because every time he comes out with something yes. more erratic and weird. So I know, yes, it yes. does provide for the entertainment value, but yeah, this but one is yes, a it doesn't bad make point. yeah, it doesn't put anyone anywhere or um, it doesn't support anybody in any way. <laughs> I would say <laughs> exactly, yeah. And uh, are there any players that you are personally, you know, going to watch out for in this season and want them to excel personally? Okay, so uh, as I said, I'm really excited for Marco Jansen. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a lot of good news going around about him yeah and um, arjun tendulkar with his witty fast bowling if he's taken into the squad mm-hmm. so it will it will also be um, a chance for him to prove himself to the panel and the franchise and everyone around making a lot of buzz yeah and also piyush chawla and i hope the uh, void in the spin department is filled with his experience hmm and bringing back nathan coltonite he's strategic and i hope he would prove his worth Exactly. I mean, this is yeah. a good uh, set of players that you have actually chosen to watch out for, and they have yeah. the potential. It's just they, about, they yeah, making most of the opportunity and just delivering. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, are there any particular matches that you are personally looking forward to, say, with respect to the Mumbai rivalry with that particular team, uh-huh. or even otherwise? Uh-huh. You know. Okay, uh, so the El Clasico of cricket is always a treat to the eye, <laughs> yeah. and seeing Mahi behind the wickets. Oh my God, that is too. Yeah. And apart from that I also love to watch Delhi Capitals play against Mumbai. Mhm. And you know what the Delhi Capitals have always put up a great show. They have given a proper tucker to Mumbai Indians. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, and uh, losing three matches uh, in the previous season. Mhm. Uh, and uh, they they have they, they didn't they didn't give up at any point of time. Yeah. And they showed real sportsmanship and I really appreciate them for that. And so yeah, I look forward um, to the match against Delhi Capitals also. Most certainly I mean these are exciting uh, matches that you're looking forward to. Yes, with the youngsters. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, what's your what's going to be your best playing 11 for Mumbai? This is totally according to okay. you. Go all out, yeah. Uh this drove me insane Neha. To choose <laughs> okay. from the options that I had and uh, many people could disagree with this, mm-hmm. but I just uh, I would just go ahead. So yeah. it could be uh, Quinton Dickock, Chris Lynn, Rohit Sharma, Surya okay. Kumar Yadav. Uh, Ishan Kishan, Hardik, Kiran Pollard, Krunal Pandya, uh, Piyush Chawla, or Colton Nair, mm-hmm. Jaspreet Bumrah, and Trent Bolt. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a very, uh, you know, solid yes. and stable unit. Uh, we yes. see like all components that's covered, and I think that's a very good pick. You don't have to worry. <laughs> okay, and uh, they could also uh, try with different players also mm-hmm. to see what works best for the team. Yeah, I mean, they can do that experimentation once they reach a more comfortable stage. Comfortable zone. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And they will obviously be looking out for that. Hopefully, they don't have a slow start, so you know there's no time for experimentation, uh, and we don't get to yes. see those players. You know, exactly. Are exciting yes. and everything. So yeah, that, this is a very good team. Yes. <laughs> and my last question would probably be, what are your predictions for the season? Okay, predictions. Uh, so Mumbai Indians are going against RCB in the first match. It's going to be an absolute challenge. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the fire that RCB is with their utmost talents going against a team trying to grasp a hat trick. Yeah. Man, I just can't wait. <laughs> And uh, I think, as usual, Mumbai will have a slow start, mm-hmm. especially with the ample number of players. They might tumble on choosing the right set of players. Yeah. So, but once the playing eleven squad outperforms all the other details, uh, they will bounce back harder. Yeah. And the first few matches would be a decider for the squad to choose mm. the right set, and 
and uh, yeah and once they have uh, put a put up a good um, score on the scoreboard and also get some points mm-hmm. they are good to go yeah and the combination of young players will also pave a way for the future matches as well mm-hmm. and uh, uh, all the mumbai indian fans will miss malinga true and yeah. his experience his guidance just his aura around the team will be really missing mm-hmm. and uh, i hope this gap will be filled equally by his teammates yeah uh, and with the current form of players there's no doubt in qualifying for the playoff and uh, i'm not sure if they will top the <laughs> table but playoffs are a must fingers crossed yeah and uh, okay everything aside neha as a mm-hmm. cricket fan i this time i would love to see uh, rcb or delhi lift the trophy this mm-hmm. season Okay. Because they deserve every bit of it, and uh, yeah, there's nothing that stops Mumbai Pultans, <laughs> but uh, the potential that the, these team own is uh, magnificent, and it, yeah. all's well that ends well. Let's see. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, the RCB fan in me was happy <laughs> that finally <laughs> one interview is like, yes, there's a Mumbai fan who ardently hopes that you know RCB might also you know pick the yes. trophy. But you're looking at it from a neutral cricket fan perspective, exactly. which is nice. Okay. Yes. And uh, yeah, even Delhi Capitals, man, they had a dream season last time, and they just stumbled yes. to your champion outfit. So. I know, right? I mean, like to to be really honest, there was I we all the Mumbai fans were on our nerves, like seeing yeah. the Delhi Capitals. It was. it was just ma- it was just magic what they did hmm. but they, but just a few mistakes that took the game away exactly but as a team they have established themselves and they have a long way to go i would say yeah i mean uh, anyways with this uh, we come to an end to what has been a very interesting chat your reflections and your research has and your cricket and your cricketing insights have certainly you know uh, come out the best in this chat and um, i'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for um, you know joining me on the podcast episode and for leaving us all with those fantastic insights right and yes. thank you for accommodating this uh, interview in your busy schedule and really hoping to have you back on the podcast sometime in the future uh, i would like to thank you neha for uh, <laughs> having me on board it's been really nice and uh, to ta- uh, to talk about a team that i i have seen i have i've grown up with yeah. i mean it's really amazing and um, i learned a lot in this mm-hmm. and uh, you're doing a great job go ahead i wish you all the best and i Thank hope so we we'll meet again <laughs> yeah if we real so hopefully virtually is uh, good but then yeah meeting irl would uh, be yes. nice yeah yes. yes so until next time take care goodbye goodbye i'd like to thank you all for ardently supporting my blog and the podcast this interview series has received a lot of positive feedback and it really means a lot with we are growing each episode strength to strength it really gives me the zeal to keep working and delivering quality content to you all a heartfelt thank you do check out at the rate never on the back foot on instagram for the latest facts trivia quizzes terminology and a lot more The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Also, feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions for the already published episodes and recommendations for future topics. You can also ping me in case you want to collab. Do share this widely and your support is really appreciated. See you next time listeners. Cheers, stay safe and take care. Bye for now. Thank you.